Before we begin our episode, did you know that podcasting is the most accessible form of syndication? The number of multimedia-ready mobile devices has skyrocketed in the past few years, and so has your potential audience. So start a podcast. Starting at $5 a month, HipCast lets new and experienced podcasters focus on their show. Leave the boring stuff to us. Sign up at HipCast.com. to Keeping It Nerd, Buzz Buzz. Welcome, welcome everyone to another episode of Keeping It Nerd. Wow, you know what? I don't even know what episode number this is. This is how long it's been since I've been on the on air. Um, yikes, that's bad. What year bad is thing. it? What's happening? I'm so confused right now. I think it's like the year 3005. I saw flying cars and everything out there. But, oh man. And... and I don't even know where I'm at. I feel like I feel all like I'm all over the place right now. But it feels good to be back behind the mic. Um, and as always, everyone, my name is Vince. If you don't remember who I was, since it's been a while, um, Vince. And today I am joined by our special friend of the program, Jeremiah. Say hello. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm excited to be here. Yeah. I feel like we're uh, like we're coming out of a deep freeze, like Cap or something. Like it's right. We're here and we're ready to save the podcast world. That, I mean, that's I. Th- I think I mean there's a reason why we took a, a little bit of a sabbatical, especially coming up on this episode. Um, oh, this is gonna be a fair warning. I'm gonna say it a few times before we get into it. This is gonna be a very spoiler-heavy episode for anyone who have not, who has not watched Avengers: Infinity War. Um, we're gonna be reviewing it, talking about it. Um, so f- fair warning if you didn't watch it, pause. Watch it, then come back to this podcast so you can know what's what's up. Um, we'll say it one more time before we start. But um, before we start, um, Jeremiah, how how are you? How was everything? Uh, last we heard from you was a uh, WrestleMania, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, the last time you heard me was our our WrestleMania review. Uh, since then, I've just been uh, watching these warriors who ripped my heart out tonight. I don't know if this fits in with the the sort of nerd culture of our show. It's going to dip in a little bit into the sort of jock side of things but uh i think i need a little bit of fantasy in my life because reality is fucking crushing me right now I don't like it um well if maybe if you had a gauntlet like uh, a certain villain out there maybe we could uh turn some things around we could alter their yeah, reality the, the warriors need to collect a few more infinity stones if they're gonna win this championship right now it is it's not looking good we like we look like hulk what? after he got the shit kicked out of him right now <laughs> we look That's like right. Hulk now, after he got. His I mean, I, hopefully it's hopefully it's just dirt. that one one thing. That's what happens, man. He he thought he was he thought he thought he could come strong with the pimp hand and powder right to the face. That was brutal. Oh um, God, yeah. I feel like Thanos just kicked the shit out of us all over the place. So I'm hoping the oh. championship is going to be uh, Avengers Part Four, where we save the world. Like, because that's happening, right? Right, it has to happen. I mean, it has to. 
I, we, I know we're jumping a little bit ahead here. I don't want to go to the end, but a little bit somber. A little bit somber at the end of this movie. That's right. Oh, spoiler alert again, everyone. Somber, you know what? If you somber, haven't seen the movie t- at this point, go fuck yourself. Because this, I mean, it's been, <laughs> That's right. it's been the number one movie of all time for weeks now. So I think we're, I think we're, I think we're in safe, we're in a safe space here. It's, we should be. I mean, I, I was trying to give give uh, give respect. Uh, I know a lot of uh, podcasts and a lot of uh, YouTube channels were doing the reviews instantly within the week of the release, and I, I kind of wanted to give it that give people the respect of the buffer. Yeah, no, I like because the buffer. Obviously, also. not everyone could. Yeah, not everyone could have watched the movie that weekend because obviously, highly anticipated movie, ten years in the making. Um, you have like you know theaters being packed, and you could probably couldn't get in on during, during the weekend, right? So you're trying to we- watch it maybe during the weekday when it was slower, or maybe the following weekend. That's my favorite time to go to the movies. Like, there, I guess there's something to be said for the opening night, everybody's together. But I have no time to be waiting in line for several hours. I'm I'm too old to be camping out outside. So I actually I really like the sort of next day at you know 1 p.m. and I'm, there's 14 people in the theater. Like I'm a, I'm a big fan of that. That's good. I'll go by myself. I don't care. That's perfect. Did you guys watch? So you watched the you watched the night the nighttime showing then, right? The midnight showing or seven o'clock? No, no. In fact, I was like slow on the draw, so I was avoiding spoilers like crazy. Like I, I felt like Neo in the Matrix, slow motion, bending out of the way of every spoiler. So we didn't actually see it (laughs) until I think Sunday afternoon. So we had several days of quote unquote spoiler free reviews and spoiler reviews. And what do you think about that? Like, do you have a hard time staying off the internet? Because like, I understand in this content driven, you know, multimedia world we live in now, everybody's got to be the first to get out there. Cause you know, YouTube, they want to get clicks, you know, they got to have their review up there, but God, everyone starts talking about it. Oh, it's crazy. It seems like they're getting out earlier and earlier. And, uh, I have never really been one for worrying about spoilers too much, except for like the main franchises I like, except for the Star Wars movies, the MCU. Like, usually, even if a movie's supposed to have some crazy twist, I'm all right kind of finding out what's going on and then enjoying the journey, just seeing how they get there. But for these movies, I mean, they're event films. Like, fuck, give me a give me a day, give me a couple days, anything. Yeah. Because even if the well, spoiler ten, ten free review, making, everyone's right? talking about it in the culminate. comments and reaction videos and everything else yeah no i mean uh for me when i i saw it on saturday saturday at 11 o'clock at night so i had i had to i had to wait thursday friday then a half a day saturday but i did have a lot of people i was in a couple text threads of people with people that that were watching it the thursday night showing so I strapped told I was like, oh, I'm muting this conversation. I'm out of here. And I actually went on a social media blackout. I did like the, you know, like, up. Oh, I'm not going to look at anything. And it was it was bad because I had work on Friday. So at work, obviously, like, whatever, to kill time, I'm like surfing. The <laughs> what am I going to do? Like, obviously, everything on was about, uh, you know, the Infinity War, the movie, reviews. And they're like, there are these, you know, go-to websites that I go every morning. My routine: I go ESPN, I go IGN, I go like, oh, I have to take out IGN. And then I remember I was like, all right, I'll go to sites that I know will be safe from that kind of stuff. I went right onto uh, ESPN, thinking, all right, it's all about sports. Don't have to worry about it. And they actually know I just saw like a big old like Infinity War like ad, and I was like, nope, nope, fuck that. I don't, I don't want to see. It. I don't want to see someone, you know, write an article and be like, you know, make some sort of connection to whatever game or postseason play, whatever. I was like, okay, I can't watch this shit. I, at one point, I was uh, <laughs> reading up on how to uh, keep upkeep my lawn. 
There was oh, no way I there was you go. Spoilers, yeah, yeah. So I was trying to find out why I was getting patches in my in my lawn. Well, yeah, you might as well get grass. Yeah, get some get some practical info out of that. That's good. See what I do as soon as I like have yeah, yeah. four free seconds with my own thoughts. I'm like, all right, I need to fill this with something. So I open up Twitter and I start scrolling. It's just like force a habit at this point. Like it's not even intentional. I'm yeah, like, I'm going to avoid the internet at all costs till I see this movie. And the second my hand mindlessly goes to my phone, I'm already spoiling things for myself. That's so stupid. I have to throw my phone across the room. Do like a two-hand chess pass with my phone right across yeah. the bed. You basically change the password on your phone? Yeah. I'm going to have to use someone else's fingerprint. I mean... Have the fucking dog put his paw on there or something oh, they- so we don't, you know... I can't be trusted <laughs> to access my own phone in times like that. Well, no, that's it's, it's very true. Like I, I did the same thing. There were like a couple times when I was uh, mindlessly, automatically, yeah. I mean, you see my just thumb scroll a couple times on my phone and then hit the Instagram, you know, I, uh, you know, little tab, and all of a sudden, like I'm there, and I go, oh shit, and now I'm like trying to avert my eyes while trying to shut it, shut it down, and. There are like a couple. None of it's safe. No where, Facebook, you know, no Twitter, it's, it's, no Instagram, no nothing. What what I hate about it though too is like you'll have like a lot of people like Marvel really tried their best to um, make sure that none of this was being spoiled. They were like putting out a big push. I think uh, I think James Gunn, the director of Guardians of the Galaxy, says like I'm posting it like whatever I post from now until whatever. Like if I see you guys see a comment that spoils the movie, I'm deleting your comment and then I'm gonna block you. Like so, you can never like do that kind of shit. Cause like I've seen that kind of troll crap, where it's like a picture of like, whatever, some random thing, and then someone put. Like, uh, in the case of um, Force Awakens, after watching that, luckily with you, that uh, opening night, yeah. This morning when I was just just like on social media, people were just like com- putting in comments and just the weirdest places, like Han Solo dies. I'm going, fuck, dude, that was unnecessary. Like why did this? This is a, a picture of a dog. Why the fuck are you talking about Hansel dying? <laughs> like you guys are fucked up. Like and that's why. Yeah, nowadays it's, it's so hard that yeah I, I went on that. I had to go on that social media blackout, and I was like, like that's said, the society we people Matrix that we live in. Fucking dodge. Yeah, people are terrible. What? Like you can't. People can't be trusted with their own opinions because they'll ruin it for everybody else. And that's what's gonna happen. You're gonna you do one scroll yeah. and you're fucking done already. No, no joy. Nobody gets any fucking joy in life. Anymore. Yeah. Oh, but you have to. You know, I'm sorry. There will be one person who gets a joy. The person who fucking ruined it for everyone, right? He's, <laughs> yeah, I did it. And he's over there laughing there maniacally like a fucking asshole, and you're just basically cursing his fucking, you know, his death. I'm pretty sure that guy's name is Mark Ruffalo because he's the only one who spoiled it for everybody. Did you see that interview? Oh. Yes, so I mean, good. And Don Cheadle tried tried to like save it, like dude, come on. Yeah, it was so good. He was just so clueless, like what, what, what did I, what did I do? <laughs> oh, him and Tom Holland, right? Because Tom Holland was like, um, was notorious for like, kind of like spilling like little things here and there that they even uh, handcuffed him with uh, ben- uh, Benedict Cumberbatch <laughs> on interviews. <laughs> Anytime Tom Holland would open his mouth, you see. Uh, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch like kind of giving him like like the 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 eye and like going no nope, you know what I'm just gonna go ahead and uh, I'm gonna take over from here kid sit down <laughs> uh, the movie was done uh, in the in Atlanta it was very nice and uh, yeah that's all we'll, we'll see you in May yeah and they're all trying to ask him more questions like what was the hardest part I got that the weather was the hardest part is there anything else 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, the guys they all start turning into Marshawn Lynch at some point. You can't yeah. answer. Yeah, you don't right? answer they any just, real just, questions. Just, just like I'm only here so I don't get fined. I'm only here so I don't get fined. I'm only here. So yeah, I'm here. you wave and smile, boys. Wave and smile. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what you have so, to do when you have this gigantic movie. Think of how much money was riding on this, and with the sort of tone of this film, and then the way they were going to leave it hanging and wanting another billion people to go watch this movie, you know, 12 months from now. You couldn't just have people talking about it like that. Zip your fucking mouth. Exactly. Come on, people. Respect. Respect the fucking art and respect the people that are, you know, going to... Respect the fandom. There you go. Respect the fandom. Respect the nerddom. Exactly. Um, did you... Well, so, follow, uh, coming up to the movie, did you uh, did you prepare yourself? Like, did you watch the did you watch any move any of the previous movies like coming up to it, leading up to it? So, I I tried to. Um, so I I was going to the movie with my girlfriend Candace, and she has only seen at this point Guardians of the Galaxy and I think Doctor Strange. So she was sort of out of the loop when it came to just the general sort of storyline and who most of the characters were, really. So I was thinking, you know, well, we'll start with the first Mm -hmm. Avengers movie as sort of a good sort of jumping off point because you've got the the basic group of the sort of OG Avengers. You have their what they're sort of working towards, how they work together, their interactions, that whole thing. Well, we got about maybe 25 minutes into that movie and she was out cold. She fell asleep. So we're uh, (laughs) she doesn't want she's looking at me. She doesn't want me saying so. She's a sleepy girl. What? It was late at night. So uh, we, we didn't make it all the way through Avengers. But then, so on Saturday night, I go on YouTube and I'm searching frantically for what do you need to know before going to see <laughs> Infinity War. And I watched one oh, of like these. An, like a guide, a guide too? Yes. And it was, you know, 18 movies in 15 minutes. And just like snippets from oh, yeah, each there you movie. Go. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the uh, crib notes, right? Yeah, that's exactly. We watched the crib notes the night before. And it actually got me like super pumped up because you you go back and you you know see the origins of the characters and how they interact and you see just sort of the best parts of each movie and that sort of set things in motion for so I so I didn't go back and watch too many of the actual movies but I I did give myself a crash course refresher with sort of where we were left off last in the MCU. Okay, yeah, but I mean but you you have you have watched all of the MCU movies anyways. Though, I've watched every movie, right? yeah. Some of them multiple times. Um like Thor Dark World got one watch. Sorry, couldn't go back and I don't give a fuck about Dark Elves, sorry. Um No one does. No, no one does. And you know what? I think Guardians two, I think I only saw in the theater the one time. Um for whatever reason oh. it didn't uh it didn't catch on with me. But I think pretty much all the other ones I've seen. Most of them I've seen multiple times anyways. Um But yeah, yeah. I've I felt like I was in a good place leading into this movie. What about you? Did you do any of those crazy marathons where you watch like all of the movies in order? I try, I tried to because uh, I, I have I have like majority of them. Yeah. Um. You know, except for like a couple. But yeah, I was I was like going through the list and I was like, going, do I like how would I watch it? Do I watch it the way it released, or should I watch it in some sort of a chronological order where you know, you know, like the, the kind of because I I really got technical with it because I was like watching. I forgot which like which I think it's Iron Man two and all of a sudden I was like oh that's right, the Hulk the Hulk is in that in that movie in the background because they're showing the new scene, so yes. that should be right here at this time, 
And I was I, I really I really tried to run down the rabbit hole with it because I was like I had like little string everywhere. I was like, wait, so if this is coming at this date, so these movies are actually sometimes running alongside each other. So some of the events are running at the same time. So it's not like saying, okay, well this happened one year after this this thing, or this happened six months later. Sometimes there's like going, no, this was happening a week out, or they're like running along the same side, um, same time. So it was kind of hard um, trying to watch it and you know decipher it that way. So I said, fuck it, I'm just gonna watch it, however I want to watch it. And <laughs> yeah, I got up, I got up to. I got up to uh, Black Panther, actually. So, yeah, I, I did watch it all the way through. Wow. Um, let's see. Yeah. Where did I leave off? Oh, yeah, all of them. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no biggie. Eh, That's some serious work you put um, in. Yeah. Oh, the best part of the whole is because everyone was trying to watch it. Like, oh, if you watch one movie a week, 18 weeks out, you know, you'll get there or whatever. I crammed it all like I did like one of those like uh, cram sessions. Where like, all right, I'm watching one every day for the next 18 days, or maybe wow. two on the weekends. You know, so and I, I mean, at one point, Reno was saying, like, "Didn't you? We've already fucking watched this movie." I was going, "I don't know. You don't ever say that in this house. Everything is always new here." <laughs> I'm watching this with virgin eyes again. What? Winter Soldier's Bucky? Holy shit! That's crazy. Just like any true nerd, you're watching it through virgin eyes. Thank you, sir. Every every time, right? Um, <laughs> as it should um, be. Uh, were though, the, I mean, yeah, there was. Were there any mo- of the movies that be. you got like rewatching them that you either found didn't sort of hold up, or were there any that you were like, "Oh wow, this was really good"? Like I haven't seen this in a while, and it was, and it was surprisingly good. After watching them, like, after watching them, I really, I really like Winter Soldier was always actually a pretty good one yeah. for me. Like I always had in my top three. And then, like, watching it again, I was like, fuck, this one really just, like, kicks you right in the fucking balls just for the fact, like, there's, like, there was, like, a couple scenes where you're seeing, because um, this is, I'm not sure if Disney had per- had already had Marvel at that time, but for a Disney movie, I was, like, going, whoa, you know, you're showing some, actually, some pretty brutal stuff. Like, you saw, uh, I think Winter Soldier kicked that guy right into that uh, airplane. Pro- yeah. Pro- and then they're like, uh, he shot the maid. He shot the maid. And, like, I was like, whoa, like, there's some, there's, like, some brutal stuff here. Um, and usually, you know, they try and make it a little bit PG-ish, maybe a little PG-13, and none of the action is really too hardcore. But I thought that was like, whoa, that is as hardcore as um, as any MCU movie got. And I, I thought that one had like the real uh, staying power where I can, that's one I can watch over and over again, once again with the virgin eyes and be like, holy shit. Like the fight scenes, the choreography was great. Yeah. That movie is um, awesome because it has gravity to it. Like it's taking place, it, it feels kind of the most plausible i mean if that's even a term you can use in the mcu but you know it's it's modern day there's not really any mysticism i mean unless you count unfrozen it's a little grounded uh, unfrozen caveman soldier um like uh if you if you take (laughs) that part out of it it's um yeah it's definitely grounded in some sort of basis of something you can wrap your mind around like it's definitely more like heat than it is you know whatever star wars or something you know there's it it has a gravity to it and emotionally i think they do a good job with characters in that movie to make you feel for bucky and i don't know yeah it was really good i think that's always that's one that every time i've seen it i was like yep definitely right up there what are your sort of like i mean it's kind of impromptu what are your sort of off the top of your head like your top sort of like your mount rushmore like what's right up there your top like three or four 
MCU movies, just right off the top of your head without thinking about so, it too yeah, much. So Winter, yeah, Winter Soldier, I mean, no, in no particular order, I'd yeah. say Winter Soldier, the original Avengers, um, what is this, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, okay. Black Panther, Oh, and, and the and the Guardian and Gar- and Guardians, yeah, the first Guardians though. Yeah, yeah, the first Guardians uh, is right uh, there. Because just I, I thought because I was like I was pl- I was pleasantly surprised by it because I thought like wow these guys are like more like the C team ish guys and I'm not sure I, if Marvel can you know make me you know or you know like let me see them in that light I'm like oh okay this is you know they actually they kick ass but. They did it. I was like, F- talking raccoon in a fucking tree. Holy shit, it works. When I first heard about what this was about, because I knew very little about these characters, like nothing really. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, exactly. A talking tree. I mean, a a, a, a tree guy that all he says is my name is Groot or I am Groot and a fucking raccoon guy and a guy who has a dumb mask and flies through the air. Like, what is this? What the fuck are we watching? And it's like, yeah, right up there. One of my favorites for sure. Um, I think we have pretty much the same list, except for instead of Spider-Man Homecoming, I have the first Iron Man. Because I think that movie is just, it's like the perfect origin story for me. I think it has the right amount of comedy. It's got the, well, it, it sets yeah, the it's tone. Off too, right? Yeah. I mean, as far as, you know, the first movie and the whole, you know, sets the whole thing off. It does an amazing job of setting up the universe. And it's got a character that, like, like I remember having Iron Man toys from when I was a kid, but I've never really been into reading like iron man comics or anything and all all of a sudden in you know a hundred minutes or whatever all of a sudden i got a new favorite superhero and he's fucking awesome and he's a billionaire playboy philanthropist like yeah perfect it's great i want to ride with this guy forever you know um so i think spider-man homecoming was awesome but yeah it's it's closer to the middle for me than than right up top i love that first iron man now where does infinity war stack up is does it make the mount rushmore for you it's making it up there, yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, yeah. it was good. I mean, even though I know we were jumping ahead, even though the ending, a lot of people were kind of like going, I guess people were like kind of scratching their heads like, what the fuck? Like, why did it end that way? And I'll go into it like at the, towards the end. Yeah, of course. Uh, I think like I was I was, I was, perfectly fine with it. But yeah, it's, it's up there. Yeah. It's, I mean, it might edge, actually, it, it could edge out basically Guardians. Yeah. Point because like, hey, you know, Guardians is, is an Infinity War anyway, so that's cool. Yeah, yeah, Everyone's exactly. In it, so. Yeah. Everyone except, uh, I mean, we... I don't know how much we're going to talk about this later. Were you surprised that there was no Hawkeye and no Ant-Man in this movie? Uh, I was hoping there were going to be. Yeah. But then like more and more, uh, like, uh, like obviously once again, um, social media was saying like making a big deal, like where are they on the posters? You really had to think of going, yeah, Marvel would not have left them out in any capacity if they were going to be in the movie. And the fact that they were going to, um, at least I know Ant-Man has that movie coming out in June. Yeah. Um, I think that, like, all right, so they're obviously going to have to explain that whole thing. And then, of course, with the thing of things are running the si- side by side with events, I'm assuming that whatever's going to be happening in Ant-Man is going to be running alongside uh, when Thanos comes-ish. Or just right before Thanos comes. I think that's what I was hearing. Yeah, it's a sort of a prequel to slash right during the events of Infinity War, and he could be like in the quantum realm or or something to that effect. So there's sort of he might yeah. not even be aware of what's going on at that point, yeah. which would kind of explain I mean, I, why he's not there. Well, if anything, I hopefully what. I'm hoping is a uh, Hawkeye will be in Ant-Man, so at least they can at least address his absence. Like going, well, where the fuck has he been? Instead of just he retired, basically, like he's gone. Like, uh, too fucking bad. We need your help. Sorry. 
Exactly. Get the rest of your fucking bone arrows. Yeah. Go ahead and shave them off in the in the woods and uh, come and help us. Yeah, no shit. You want to spend more time with your kids? Well, there you go. Your kid's dust now. Thanks. You fucked up. Exactly. Or maybe half of the kids, you know. He'll just have like one of them now. <laughs> so he doesn't have to be too busy with all of them. You know what? That probably um, just gives him a break anyways. Fuck, those kids are exhausting. You know? They were, right? They came at him so hot, hot, hot and heavy in the, in the Age of Ultron. Daddy! Like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Come on. You know what, though? Actually, now that I think about it, a lot of wood to cut. He probably wants all those kids around. There's a lot of chores around that place that he lives. Oh, yeah, right. And he had to do, he was building an office for that needy wife. So. God, you'd think he'd want a break at this point. God, give me the fucking murderous aliens at this point. God, get me out of this house. I think he, I think he was at one point, he, they, when they released him from the raft, he was like, going, oh, no, 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 I'll stay, I'll stay here. I'll stay in jail. <laughs> yeah. Everyone was like walking out and Cap is, come on, you're free. Uh, no, no, that's cool. Like, uh, uh, I feel more I'm free in this man, jail than time. I ever would in real life. <laughs> Have you seen where I live, Cap? Good God. You were there for five fucking minutes and you had, you couldn't get, wait to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, yeah. so there were like other things. like Before this movie, I was like uh, coming out, right? We said 10 years in the making. And what were the, like, were you expecting? Like, what were your speculations? Like, did you have like um, things that you thought were going to happen, or you know, predi- like predictions? Like, I know maybe I, I did the same thing. I was like reading websites and stuff, seeing like what's going to happen. I thought obviously there's going to be some major deaths, you know, uh, you know, but um, not the ones that I thought. That See, happened. that's the thing. Like, I definitely went into it thinking like, all right, there's definitely some actors who have said they're sort of ready to move on from their characters at this point. And it's mostly guys that were sort of in the original sort of OG Avengers. So I'm sort of expecting them, some of them to go away and be gone. Yeah. Not exactly what happened. No. Pretty much exact opposite of what happened in this movie. So they definitely surprised me from that perspective. Um, Yeah. Also really, I I didn't, I guess I know totally what to expect storyline wise and they kind of surprised me by how quickly they just they jump into the middle of this story and you've sort of seen who thanos was from afar in little snippets post-credit scenes things like that and i think they did a good job of explaining what his ultimate sort of goal is and his reasonings for it even though i think the reasoning is kind of bullshit but it's still you you know who he is and you start feeling the weight of it when it's mid-story, like it's happening. He already has one of the Infinity Stones. He's picking up number two and we're like three minutes into the movie and he's well yeah. on his mission, you know? Um, so I was really just looking forward to like, how are they going to really introduce this villain so that you care about him? Because up to this point, what Marvel villains have you cared about really? I mean, it's all about the heroes, you know? The la- I think the last one, uh, Killmonger. Yeah, Killmonger was, was great. One. I thought he was a good one. And then, yeah, you're right. Oh, and then... I'd say Winter Soldier because he was a villain for most part, right? Yes. Until yeah, yeah. Obviously, he gets like, you know, converted back over to the uh, you know good guy. That's the thing. He's a much more complex character because he's, you know, he's doing the. If it, we're gonna use these wrestling analogies, he's a you know heel face, heel face. He's like the Big Show. He's gonna turn every twenty minutes depending on whatever you need from him. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're just waiting for him to like you know look over. Right, right as uh, uh, Captain America is about to do the, you know, the final blow or his finishing move on Thanos, and he's like, "What are you doing, Bucky?" And he just like picks him up and throws him right over the, throws throws a chair right over to Thanos, and Thanos <laughs> busts it right over Steve Rogers' head and goes, "This is my house." Oh I'm my sick and god! Tired of being, 
Or he gives him the sweet chin music. Oh my god, that'd be so perfect. <laughs> like the barbershop. He, he turned on Marty Jannetty. It would have been so perfect. That oh yes. Yes. That would be that would be the thing right there. And to go further down the nerdy wrestling, well, so what I really liked about this is this was sort of a really interesting villain. It's like the best sort of theater when you have, you know, heroes that you care about and interesting villains with motives and Whereas the rest of the MCU, a lot of those movies are kind of like 1980s Hulk Hogan matches. Like you have the hero who you know you're going to root for and is formulaic. You know he's going to do his moves and win at the end. And you have a litany of bad guys that they just throw up in front of him that are sort of just evil for the sake of being evil. And he's going to dispatch them one after the other. And that's kind of rinse and repeat for a lot of those films. But this one doesn't do that. Like You feel the weight of of Thanos by the end of this movie and you're just like, Fuck. Yeah, yeah, you're right. There were like a bunch of like one-offs, right? You're thinking like, okay, who cares? I don't care. I could care less about this villain, this villain. Like, okay, whatever. But I was really surprised they brought back that one villain, though. Which I would that always you always left you scratching your head, right? Like, what the fuck ever happened to that guy? Then right into the movie, there you go. He's it explains his disappearance, where the fuck he's been the whole time. We'll go into that in a minute. Um, but yeah, it's. It, the whole the whole thing like uh, prior to the movie I was reading all the articles like and like you said like you knew a lot of the actors are coming out already leaving that they're going to be leaving uh, the franchise obviously because you know they're getting older they, they don't want to be just typecast and just hi I'm always Iron Man or whatever um, they've been doing it for like 10 years or so um, and I'm sure at one point, you know, I was like, I was like, I was doing the countdown already in my head. I was going, I know that they have this many films under their belt and they're contracted for this many. And I said, all right, this has got to be the fucking one. Like you, you guys are done here. But then I saw on Instagram, uh, something like a few like months ago that Avengers four had kind of wrapped up their, uh, kind of wrapped as wrapped up, uh, filming already as well. And a lot of the uh, main cast was there. I like going, Oh, so are they being used as uh, flashback scenes or are they just like, where are we? And so that's where it gets me thinking. Like, so who the fuck does die? Who doesn't die? Yeah. And you, after, after Civil War, I was always thinking to myself, like either Tony or Steve is going to have to die in, in, uh, in the Infinity War just to, just to like, um, rally the troops together to go after this main cause. Uh, main, totally. Main, main bad guy. Um. But you know we we were sorely wrong, and uh, we'll actually uh, jump right into uh, jump right into this uh, in a minute. So let me just take a break right here, and we'll jump right back in. Hey, Anthony, did you hear we're on Stitcher now? Uh, I didn't realize we were so popular with the knitting and sewing community. Oh, my God. Was that another dad joke? Or is this you being dumb? Maybe just a little bit of both. Oh, God. Okay, well, I'll let that one pass. I'll go ahead and drop a little knowledge on you. Based on the Wikipedia page, Stitcher is an on-demand internet radio service that focuses on news and information radio and podcasts. It provides free online streaming through their website and on mobile applications on Androids, Blackberries. Blackberries? What? Blackberries. Are those even still around? I don't know, man. That's weird. Oh, oh my God. Okay, well, Blackberries and iPhone. 
It's been described as the most popular alternative to the default Apple Podcast app as of 2016. Oh, that's Stitcher. Stitcher Radio. It's where you can get the freshest episodes of your favorite podcast and radio shows streamed directly to your smartphone or iPad. No downloading or syncing. From NPR's Fresh Air to Adam Carolla, WNYC's Radio Lab to The Wall Street Journal, Rush Limbaugh to Rachel Maddow, and even our show, Keeping It Nerd. Stitcher organizes and delivers the world of talk radio fresh daily. Listen whenever and wherever you want. Listen to over 65,000 radio shows and podcasts on your iPhone, iPad, Android, or PC anytime, anywhere. Find Keeping Keeping It Nerd on on Stitcher Radio Radio today. today. Or tonight, if you're listening at night. Or in the wee hours of the morning, if you happen to be waiting for our podcast feed to refresh as we upload this current episode. And now, on with the show. Stay tuned. More Keeping It Nerd on the way. And welcome back, everyone. So, um, all right. We're going to get into it. Once again, if you have not watched the movie, you know what? I don't give a shit anymore. No, at this point, we spoiled it. Wait, if they if people got to this point, they fucking know already. So I think we're all right. They deserve it. They deserve what's coming to them now. Um, but yeah, let's, 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 let's go into the meat of things, like what, we, what this episode is all about. It's all about, the, all about the movie, the movie that we all saw and like almost a million, maybe a billion people have seen. This movie has racked up like, $500 million, $600 million already in box office alone in like three weeks. Holy shit, that's crazy. Um, and we're going to start off with like our favorite parts like of the movie. And this movie started off, like you said, it went 0 to 60 in those three minutes. You just hear the you know distress signal, kind of where you left off at Ragnarok, where you saw uh, Thanos' ship coming up. And then it just, it just hit, you know, put the pedal to the metal right there. And then you're just like being tossed into this, like uh, this movie for the next two and a half hours, which had like so many, so many things that were just coming at you. Um, anything? What were your favorite parts from these movies? Like, we're not going into any chronological order. We're not going to try and break down every scene. We're just going to talk about this. Sure. Like off the top of my head, I'd say um, it was it was awesome, and I think it did this better than Civil War was the sort of crossover interactions with the different characters, like people who haven't necessarily interacted much before, like anything with with uh, Peter Quill and Tony Stark was so good. Like the chemistry with Star-Lord and Iron Man is like, it's perfect for, for the tone of this film. Um, so anytime they were together, like so good. Um, oh God, what else did I love? Um, Okay, actually, this is I, I've got this in my mind real quick, and I want to see if you come up with the same guy. Who was your sort of? So we got the NBA draft coming up, right? We just had the draft lottery. There's a lot of talk about who the big prospects yeah. are. Who's the biggest draft riser after this movie? Like, what? Which hero? Whose stock rose the most in this and elevated himself to being like a number one overall draft pick for you? To me, there's like a clear I am choice so glad of you somebody asked me that who jumped question. up. Right, here we go. I see if we're thinking the same thing. Are we thinking about the pirate angel Thor? <laughs> Thor is fucking awesome in this movie. Like, holy shit! I think that was my favorite part of this. Is like, I always thought Thor was like his powers were kind of cool, but I don't think Chris Hemsworth had actually like found the the real essence, the voice of the character yet. But now that he's taken in a little more comedic route and 
He's got one fucking eye, and he's fucking badass. That guy, and now he's got, like, he's controlling his power. It's not through Mjolnir, and it's like, he's got fully, like, full command of his powers now. Like, yeah, Thor's fucking awesome. I'll watch any Thor. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's how it was. Like when I was watching, you know, pre-watching uh, up to Infinity War, I watched obviously the other movies. And I thought the first Thor was like, oh, okay, whatever. And then Dark World was like, ah, oh, fuck, that was rough. Yes. And then Ragnarok, I was like, oh shit, that's pretty awesome. See, that's another like I wouldn't say that's in my top six. Seven. Yeah, it's in the top half for sure, or the top even third. Like I thought it was really good. Like I, like I said, I think they really hit the stride with that. It had a very like Guardians kind of feel like the soundtrack was upbeat the characters got a little bit of humor to it now it's wittier it's not the character's not so stuffy and it's not all like shitty british accents and dark elves and whatever yeah not not everything had to be some regal downtown abbey type you know like oh they'll have my hammer no like you have like yeah you had thor showing his comedic side or you know whatever like it's getting it's getting real low big guy yeah it's getting real low you know (laughs) that whole thing and you had the grandmaster you had jet goldblum and i think yeah i think everyone's uh performance elevated on that movie which then carried over to this one and like you're like you said like for me when i saw Thor, right in that beginning, that beginning part when you see Thanos being introduced with his Black Order, and you just see everyone basically decimated on that ship, and you see Thor being his body being dragged, and Thanos holding him, like crushing his fucking head right there, and then he kills Loki, he kills Heimdall, kills him, kills him. Oh yeah. Well, do you think he's actually dead? Because he's dead before, been dead many times before. <laughs> it felt so. to me like. Like, he was dead, dead. And that's kind of one of the other things I liked about this movie is they were like, oh, fuck. Like, they're killing fools in this movie. Like, right off the bat, like, he's strangling people to death. You know, yeah. kill, stabbing people and killing them. Like, big game characters. But it, then it doesn't continue in that way. Like we said, the rest of the people in the movie, you kind of don't know if they're dead. Or, you don't know what happened to them. You know? No, exactly. And we'll we'll yeah. get there. But these guys died. So when he killed Loki, you know, Thanos kills Loki at his own hands, like, less than 10 minutes into the movie, I was like, fuck, that sucks, because Tom Hiddleston's fucking awesome, and, you know, maybe we'll see him again at some point, but, like, oh, that's the way this movie's gonna go down? God, damn. Yeah, I mean, it just straight up, like, they came out swinging right in the beginning. Yeah. We're gonna go throw some haymakers, and we're gonna hit you right in the face with everything, and it was nice to see uh, Loki be like, you know, like, oh, he got, he got, if anything, he did have his uh, his like his proper exit from this from from the franchise where he was always teeter tottering to if he was going to be a good guy, yeah. or a bad guy. Like he always struggled with that, and yeah, he, his redeeming uh, thing was he was going to try and once again like I'm not going to give up the tesseract. I don't care. Kill my brother, and you think that's a Loki thing to do, but then all of a sudden like fuck, I, I can't see you kill my brother. Like no, it's. It, that's that's too much. No, even he had a heart there, and then he tried to backstab Thanos, you know, like try to slit his throat. That didn't happen. And then, sure enough, like when you see Thor's, like you hear that you could hear like the pain and like anger in his in his body, like when he sees both his friend and then his, and then later on his brother get killed, and then he sees you know his uh, his comrade uh, Hulk just get his ass tossed. Which we're gonna go into that too. Fuck that guy. <laughs> I mean, we're going to talk about draft risers and we're going to talk about draft fucking, you know, falling, draft stock falling. Um, how do you call it? Um, yeah, you just, you could hear it. Like, you're going to die for that. And I was like going, 
you fucked up. Like, I know he doesn't have his hammer, but you fucked up, Thanos. Like, that guy's going to come and get it. And sure enough, right at the end, like, you know, he's he's, he's coming up. He, he has his new weapon, the Stormbreaker, the axe. He fucking comes at that entrance right at uh, yeah. Honda. So good. That that scene for me was kind of like when, um, let's say, like, uh, The Force Awakens. Do you remember that scene where um, they're, they are at that temple? Shit with Maz and um, oh fuck! It's like remember that for the bar, that little bar area, whatever. Well, anyways, yeah. Like the Imperial troops are coming in on them, and then all of a sudden, like they're being captured, and you think it's ready, it's like done for them, and all of a sudden, you just see like the X wings, the Epo and the X wings come flying in, and like coming the cavalry through that, same day, yeah, right over the water. Yeah, I was like, holy shit, they're coming in. That's how I felt when I saw you know Thor. He fucking makes his grand entrance, and he says, "Like going." Give me Thanos, and he just takes out Rex Shop on everyone. I was going. No, I popped for that for sure. I think I probably, you know, sat up in my seat. I probably fist pumped every. I, yeah, it was awesome. (laughs) I love Thor coming in there and just like body counts, just like killing people. I actually they turned like they did a really good job with him, like really acting with like vengeance and you know rage to the point where it sort of flashed in my head like holy shit, what if he, like, defeats Thanos and puts the fucking gauntlet on himself? And, like, I saw, I always, like, I almost saw a big heel turn coming with him, and I was like, what a fucking twist that would have been. That would have been fucking crazy if he was just he like, I have corrupt. nothing else to live for. Fuck this. I'm the most powerful person in the universe. I don't know. That's getting wild. That shit never happened. But in my head, I, like, they did such a good job of, like, making you feel like, oh, he's super formidable. Like, he might be able to stop Thanos now because his powers have grown so much. Um, oh. Then ultimately well, his, he should aim for the head, no. you know. Yeah, but his entrance though when he came in, it was like once again, like I thought it was, it was like you could hear Jr. basically right <laughs> saying, "By God, Thor, he's back, and he's brought Stormbreaker with him." Oh shit! Like, you better run, everyone. Yeah, that, hide your kids, hide your wife. That like he was. <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely was the names. glass breaking and Stone Cold coming down, you know, head waggling, dropping stunners on everybody. Like, that was so uh, yeah. was perfect. Um, oh, yeah. So you talked was, about draft risers. Who were your draft fallers? You got a biggest. Uh, oh, you have no, somebody. The biggest one was Hulk. <sighs> and and same, <sighs> it, it's it, it it was the same way I felt with Ragnarok, where I thought Hulk's um, her portrayal was kind of getting weakened by the fact that he was being portrayed as like a like a child. More, more childlike. Yeah. Like in, Ragn- in Ragnarok, you know, he was like, no, Hulk, no, won't go. And he's like, he wants to play ball alongside of the fucking wall. <laughs> he just wants to swim in his little, you know, in his hot tub and whatever. And he just wants to, you know, whatever. And then here, when he, uh, Bruce Banner was, you know, trying to get Hulk to come out, he was like, no, uh, no. I was going, you fucking asshole! <laughs> all the fu- of all the fucking times, all the times if you put everyone through this shit of like, no, I'm gonna get angry. You don't want to see me get angry. Like he got, you know, he got, his, you know, got the shit kicked out of him. Rightfully so, though. I could, see, I could understand why Hulk would have been gun shy. I mean, you just got your ass kicked, and you got, you got basically Kendrick Lamar. Like they told you, sit down, you know, stay <laughs> humble, because you thought you were this big and bad fucking green monster that you know can be unstoppable. And Thanos, like fucking, like he rope doped you. He let you. They take you, give your biggest swings in that opening scene. Yeah, he's doing MMA moves and shit. He's doing Muay Thai on him, <laughs> fucking him up. Yeah, that's right. And now, and now you have like 
you have the Hulk is like impotent, like he can't get it up for a fight, and it's like, oh god, this is supposed to be like the guy, like he's our you know cleanup hitter here, and he's got nothing. So I thought it was an interesting character turn, but yeah, definitely sort of like oh, like he's the fucking wet noodle of that movie for sure. Well, the, and the funny thing was, um, Marvel did did his job by when in the trailers they were showing the Hulk though in that one Wakanda scene when you're when mm-hmm. coming out charging, you saw the Hulk. So I was expecting at one point in the movie, like, all right, I see him in the Hulk Buster, you know, armor. Like he's gonna get finally pissed off and he'll break out of it in Hulk status. And I thought, oh, right. that'd be awesome, you know. And, and I plus think I saw a Funko Pop that had that. Uh, right, it, it was a half. It was a half uh, armored uh, Hulkbuster and a Hulk coming out. So I thought, damn, it's spoiler by a toy, but holy shit, okay. Yeah, and if you look at one of the videos, I think they show the Hulkbuster armor like in that same scene, and it's moving differently. It almost looks like it's a like a gorilla or something in the suit, and I'm like, oh fuck, like he's the Hulk, but he's inside the Hulkbuster. Like, oh that's yeah, okay, fucking awesome. No, none of the above. So he's, he so, just, so he's like super, super strong now, right? I mean, he's that's kind of what I was guy, thinking yeah. they were doing with it, and it didn't, uh, it didn't happen. You just you don't, you don't really get the the Hulk in that movie. So no. interesting for the character because the Hulk can be kind of one note, you know. Um, it's just blind rage all the time. So I, yeah. I understand why they would want to go somewhere different with it. But yeah, definitely, sort of like oh, the fate of the universe is at stake. Uh, this guy doesn't want to show up for the fight. Oof, that's kind of yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming we'll go into obviously post stuff later. Like, in, uh, he'll make up for it in uh, in Avengers Four, um, or does he? I don't know. Does he live? I don't know. We'll get to that. And tune in. But uh, <laughs> tune in. But, but I mean, um, besides Thor, besides the draft, did you? Wait, was there anyone else that actually for you that uh, the dra- dra- draft stock rose or uh, fell? Um. Yeah, I don't know. There was, uh, like, Thor was clearly the standout moving up. Um, I'm trying to think if there was anybody who I, uh, you know who I think, and it's not really a function of their character in Infinity War necessarily. It's But, like, I was super high on the characters in Black Panther. and Oh, like, yeah. But I don't think they knew what kind of runaway hit Black Panther was going to be. So, their, I thought their presence was slightly muted versus kind of what I was hoping to see out of all of them, frankly. Um, yeah. So that was a little weird, like coming off of just this super smash hit, everyone falls in love with the characters. And then you have a good portion of the movie taking place in Wakanda and Black Panther's like not that awesome. And like, I don't know. I, I thought it was, is it because he loses a foot race to Captain America at that one point? Yeah, that's bullshit. Come on. Captain America is so fucking old at that point. He ain't getting get the fuck out of here he's got arthritis in the fucking knees man come on there's no fucking way you're wearing a super suit yeah but Cap does have the best steroids and the best HDH ever in the history of the world so you never know is it the clear yeah it's, he's got the clean and the clear for sure look at Bartolo Colon's right. 45 years old going out there pitching shutouts so you, there's some really good drugs out there these days Cap maybe at this point could win a, a foot race against Black Panther I don't know but yeah, I I didn't see kind of <laughs> what I what I wanted to out of out of their characters in general. I thought their presence could have been bigger. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do you have any others? Uh, I'd say 
um, Star Lord stock kind of fell. Star Lord and <laughs> Do- Doctor Strange, the, both their stock kind of fell a little bit. Okay, me. yeah, I could see that. Um, just because both the person that both of them, but like as much as you say you enjoyed seeing the Peter Quill Tony Stark um, interactions, that I think that there was like and between all three of those characters, that's like so much ego, and the fact that all three of them were being uh, grouped together, I thought that was like too much. Uh, too much for for like on the screen time where I thought like you're having these three guys who are very arrogant they're very you know strong minded um, in, in their own uh, different ways but it's just I thought obviously uh, Star-Lord with the way how he reacted I understand once again why he did it but doesn't mean I have to agree with it and we're like going ah oh, buddy if you just waited it's a couple seconds 15 more seconds and Doctor Strange his whole thing of like wanting to protect everything, you know, the time stone for the whole time, and he finally gives it up. But once again, uh, at that point, right, you're going, wait, he did say there was one chance. One in like... One out of the 14 million. Yeah, 14 right? million, 600 or something, yeah. Like, this is... And that that, that, that had to be it, where I could have... Where it could have been like, well, why the fuck did you put everyone through that shit? Just give it to his ass already, but... <laughs> nah, that was the only way. He knew the only way. I he think, ran all the numbers. Yeah, I, I and I think yeah, that's that's where you have to like all right. Even though he knows the end result, you still have to play out the whole thing. No, don't take shortcuts. Like you have to fight Thanos and give him like, you know, give him the fight and then end up giving him the time stone. You can't just be like, okay, I know if he gets time stone, we'll end up you know, you know, we'll still end up winning. So let me give to him now without doing all the other hard work bullshit. Yeah, definitely. So obviously, I, I, I get it, but. I thought of one more draft faller for sure. And this is a character that I've never been fully behind, but you're led to believe he's super, super fucking powerful. The vision's a little bitch in this movie. Like, Oh yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah. He's got the emotional kind of weight of the love story of this movie, but he comes across as a little punk for sure. And then he gets his head squashed like a fucking grape and he's just done gone. And it's, uh, I don't know. Like ever since Ultron, you're supposed to believe that this guy, or you know, he's he's super intelligent and he's always evolving and he's got a fucking Infinity Stone and he's you know just supposed to be such a weapon for them. And he's completely muted. He does nothing basically the whole the whole movie. So yeah, he was yeah. he was yeah you're right. He was a bit useless right off the bat. Right, he was the, him and Scarlet Witch are supposedly having some sort of love affair type deal. Yeah, they're hooking up. He's getting it in for sure. He's getting in. He's getting some Android action, or she's getting the Android action. And <laughs> I'm just like she's oh, getting that whatever. super dick. You can see he's downloading, <laughs> downloading. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're right. You just she's getting that I, I don't floppy think you can, you, you drive. Don't, I think it became a hard drive after a while. Right? It started off floppy and then became a hard drive, right? Well, for her sake, uh, I hope so. Yeah, well, you know what? She could do it. She, you saw how she used her hands. She was she just do one of these little things. No one could see my hands right now, but she's like, you know, I'm pretty sure she was able to do something. Um, Ayo. But, you know, I think maybe what it was, was I think they made him weak because... Obviously, you can't have like all these, you know, all the super superheroes, all the super like all everything, every heavy-handed on the good guy's side. Like, there's no way you could fucking lose. You have vision. This guy should be able to fucking, you know, beat the shit out of you guys. But they got him right in the beginning, and he was never the same ever ever since then. Obviously, emotions 
like got in the way and you know he just he tried to he tried to he couldn't he couldn't just shoplift the pootie he just he cut feelings <laughs> and and he ended up he ended up dying um or yeah he did he dying twice actually which i thought like oh fuck that sucks yeah i, I know I right that, that had to suck for uh scarlet witch because she's like a, all right you made me kill you fine i did it fuck he revived you and then he killed you right in front of me like ouch like mm, i guess you should have killed him sooner then instead of just fucking waiting yeah there was definitely a theme in this movie of people who anyone who was in sort of a romantic endeavor couldn't pull the trigger on what they were supposed to do in time and it ended up costing it ended up costing them and that was a little heavy-handed i think because that message was echoed with star lord and gomora obviously um and yeah so quick question you how do you do you think both vision and gomora are actually dead versus the poof turning into ashes like like most of our heroes at the end i think um i think vision is some saved somehow I heard one theory that Shuri might have uploaded his consciousness or something to the computer as sort of a backup or whatever. I don't yeah, know how I mean, that would work, sure, but I don't know how any of that shit would work. So, sure, I'll buy it. Maybe she didn't, uh, maybe, you know, because she was like doing that whole like removing the stone thing uh, type deal. And maybe she was able, like, I was able to save 70% of him. You know, maybe that's that's all that's all they need to recreate him again. I mean, I guess, but at that point, he doesn't even have an Infinity Stone. He's not going to have the powers. Like, who the fuck wants him? Yeah, yeah, he's just going to be a super powered robot, right? With no, like, he can't shoot no fucking laser beam. No, on his forehead. At this point, he's Jarvis in a British actor's body. Like, whatever. Yeah, and, and I don't know, like, how how well received he'll be, be anyways, because it's like. Like what? Do, like we don't need. We don't fucking need you, goddamn robot. Like I don't. It's you're pointless. You're pointless. Did you just? Did you just see what the fuck he just did? He snapped his fingers. We're all dead. Oh, spoiler alert! Oh, whoopsies. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're only thirty, forty-five minutes into this thing, and you're hearing this shit now. Yeah. So what about uh, that ending, man? Like, Vision. I mean, the Thanos carries out his his plan. Thor comes ending. dangerously close to stopping him, and you almost get for a fe- for a fleeting second they make you buy it. Like, oh shit, did he? How's he gonna stop? Like, he can't stop him. There's a whole other movie, but he, you know, he's burying his axe right in his chest. And Thanos says, oh, "You should have went for the head." Snap, snap the fingers, and you just start seeing people floating away. Like, I don't feel so good, Mister Stark. Like, oh my god. That one. I mean, out of them all, that one was the hardest. I don't know. What, I mean, I think Tom Holland, he fucking knocked out of the park. With yeah, that, he really did. With that, with that scene because, I mean, I was fighting back like fucking like trying to make sure my eyes don't fucking well up. And, but I, I I did hear people like in the theater you, you know, give a couple of like, sniffles. Like, and I'm over. See that bottom lip here, quiver. Like, I'm holding Raina's hand like, my hand just, just please <laughs> I, I need reassurance right now this is this isn't happening and i mean obviously once again it's a movie and the fact that i'm going no i know you're signed for another you're signed for a sequel like you're obviously not dead <laughs> yeah the next spider-man movie on. is happening like that shit's coming out so he's coming back you know 
Yeah, right. So, but it's just the weight of like the tone, the voice, and everything. Like you said, like, huh, please, Mr. Stark, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I'm, gonna, I'm so sorry. And I'm just like, going, fuck, you hear that child, the innocent child voice in him. Like, I, I, I shouldn't have been here. Like, I should have listened. Like, I messed up. I messed up. I'm so sorry. And he's talking to it, like, talking to Tony Stark like he's his dad, right? Yeah. And, like, and you see Tony Stark, like, oh shit, like, closest thing to has to a son so he's like going oh fuck this is this is gonna hurt and sure enough that was the one that hurt hurt the most and yeah you see Bucky and um, Black Panther you just did you start seeing everyone disappear and I was just that I mean the ending was was one for us like going holy shit like he just fucking won like in my head in my head I was like trying to run, do the runtime in my head I was like going yeah, I think this. I think we're at a, at least over two hours and two and twenty minutes. I'm going. This this movie will not go on for another like another twenty minutes or so. Like, and if you do, you can't wrap it up in those just twenty minutes. So I thought to myself, going, "Fuck, this is how it's going to end." Yeah. And sure enough, you see Thanos retire to the Philippines because that's where <laughs> that's where that scene was. That really scene where he that's that scene was uh with the Philippines. I was like, going, "Fuck, the guy retires to the Philippines and looks over the rice terraces." That's what you want to do someday. Yeah, exactly. I want to have a big gauntlet with my jewels and just like look over the rice, the rice terraces. And That's what like, Ian's doing right now, right? I, you know, I feel like uh, Thanos should have had one like a barong or something like that, right? Like one of those uh, traditional like Filipino uh, dress shirts, <laughs> right, right over there. And you just see that, you know, maybe you know it would be nice if Ian just made a cameo, right? He just he just passed by. Ian has his own Infinity by. Gauntlet though, but instead of Infinity Stones, it has like. Marlboro Reds and Lechon and all that kind of stuff. Like, he, all the things that give him his power, he has. Like, oh, exactly. Under- he has some Jordans. And, yes. you know, he's got Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, sorry. Yeah. Too inside. Then, too inside. Um, too inside. So, sorry. Sorry, everyone. Sorry. What do you... Okay. Thanos snaps his fingers. Yeah. Half of the universe floats away into ash. Yeah. He is standing there with a very young Gamora. It's in it. There's a sort of amber sort of hue in the area. I've seen a lot of speculation yeah. that he is potentially inside the soul stone. Stone himself. Do you buy that? Yeah, I buy that. Yeah. Um, because, um, yeah, you said the orange hue, the water. Because even when he went to get, when he first obtained the stone, right? He he woke up. In the in that water, yeah, same the same kind of like uh, environment where it's like a little bit orange hue, mm-hmm. and he opens up his hand, and there's a soul stone. So, yeah, I think that's that's where he is, and I think that's where a lot of the the people that that uh, perished in the movie, okay, turned to dust, went to. I've seen another theory that Gamora is potentially still alive; that she didn't necessarily die, but that her soul, that he traded her soul in like into the stone basically so that that was her in the stone and he's seeing her as a child because you know that's how he he always kind of saw her yeah 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 Yeah, i mean he always referenced her as little one right yeah the whole the whole time um what did you think actually about that relationship could you could you buy thanos and his um his relationship with gamora i never that's one thing i couldn't uh see myself like what was it about her that he just gravitated to and it's like I, you of this race that I'm now conquering and killing, I'm gonna take you as my not ward, but as my own, like my child. Like, 
I don't. I couldn't see why he would do that. <sighs> why he was so attached to her. Yeah, I don't know. I think it had something to do with, you know, the conceit of this movie is that he's going to wipe out half of population so that the world can prosper moving forward. And she sort of represented a generation that will be saved because he is going to do the work that other people are afraid to do. I don't know if I buy any of that, um, <laughs> including his relationship to her, knowing that that's kind of where he's coming from. Um, he has to kill her because he loves her, supposedly, I guess, but I I don't buy any of it. And part of it is because that's a huge plot hole because, and this isn't my theory, but it's one that I wholeheartedly agree with. He has all the Infinity Stones, right? He's basically yeah. omnipotent at this point. He's basically a god. He has the power to do anything with reality or with time. He could just make an overabundance of food, right? Or space yeah, or whatever mm -hmm. to make everyone who's on in the universe comfortable and happy. And it would accomplish the same thing as his conceit, right? Instead of just wiping out half exactly. of the universe. Because in the comic book, he's doing it for love, right? He's in love with yep. the death, death character. And, yeah. and he thinks that by just mounting up bodies, it's going to please her. And that there's, so there's an ultimate goal in the tangible sort of, you know, murder of all of these people. Oh, yeah, the guy's trying to get laid. He's trying to show, you know, like, hey, check it out, death. Your name is death, and look at that. I just wiped out the whole fucking world, universe. You like that? You know, he's like, he came around in his, his new shiny Camaro and everything. He's showing, like, all the body counts. Right. But, he's just dropping that gauntlet thud right on the table, right? And <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and in this movie, I once you think of it that way, it's pretty hard to buy that that's that that's a plausible reason for wanting to do that. So then you start thinking like, well, is he really just bloodthirsty or was it like, I, I don't know. There's a little bit of a plot hole there that sort of now it kind of bugs me that when I hadn't totally thought of it before, I just kind of went with it. Um, yeah. So I, it makes me sort of question that whole relationship, but not too much. Like if you start worrying about that kind of stuff too much, it's going to be hard to enjoy the movie. And ultimately I really enjoyed this movie. Like I've seen it twice yeah. now and it's, like it's it's awesome from beginning to end it's super entertaining and super fun and it'll be fun to see sort of where they go from here because you have all these characters who they've just kind of recently set up as being sort of the future of the mcu and now ostensibly they're all gone where the fuck did they go are they dead are they in another reality are they where are they going and furthermore how the fuck are they going to get out of this because the people who you think are going to save them the people with the plan are gone and you're left with sort yeah. of a ragtag, not a ragtag group. It's the majority of the original Avengers, but sort of the most powerful ones now. All of a sudden, the ones with the most resources are gone. Are they in the stone? Maybe. Maybe you got Doctor Strange in there, and yeah. he's going to have to work his way out, get the time stone, rewind thing. I don't know exactly how they're going to make that work, but it'd be interesting. Yeah. Interesting to see what it's, they do. It is going to be interesting. And yeah, you're right. Um, with Thanos's mission, his mission statement, where I, I want to you know make sure the world can move on and the universe will prosper like i have to make sure like we're overpopulated i have to do what you know for the greater good but then yeah you're right um why don't you just go ahead and make you know double the resources like double up on everything like like you need to have like uh, you, you know who needs who says you need to only have like four mcdonald's like, go ahead and make a fucking million mcdonald's so there'll be no no famine in the world make all these crops you know have all this shit you know have all the exactly expand out more universes and stuff like that but i think um maybe 
that's his excuse where he says, yeah, you know, that's what I want to do. This is what I'm doing. But in the end, yeah, he still is, uh, he is that uh, mad titan where he's a dick where he's like, no, no, no. The only way to do it is actually to kill people. Like, I'm not here to coddle them and like give them more reason to take up more resources. I'm just going to kill the people now so they'll know like to um, cherish what they've got because now, you know, you have it and you piss me off, I'll snap my fingers again and you're done. <laughs> yeah, you think that's just what he tells himself to justify his own feelings of just sort of like, you know, the desire to to kill and flex his muscles, basically. Yeah, he's a sociopath. He's just basically, you know, trying trying to be, you know, working the nine to five, and he goes home and he fucking puts up a bunch of plastic, uh, you know, sheets all over. And he fucking starts murdering someone, and he wraps them all up. And he says, oh, "Don't worry, the world's a better place." That guy was a rapist. I'm like Jesus Christ. You know, Dexter style. Yeah, totally. But do you, I mean, besides, besides that, and besides like, there's some other like, uh, obviously like Thanos was like, what did you think of the Black Order? Did you think there were actually formidable foes as well? Uh, I don't know. Uh, they were a little shallow. I mean, they're, they didn't do anything to sort of build those characters, um, and obviously that, they're, I mean, they were just there already for us. They serve right? their point. You know, they're there to, you need sort of underbosses. You need people for our heroes to defeat, but there was nothing that sort of separates them from anyone else who had done any of Thanos's bidding throughout the entire MCU at that point. Like you don't know where they came from, what their sort of allegiance to Thanos is other than recognizing that he's really powerful. Like, what are they going to get out of it? Um, I don't yeah. know. I thought they were cool enough in the fights, but I thought they were super one note, basically. I mean, they're black, dark. They're, they pair them off. Like, one's, one's going to be a little more crafty, and, you know, one's going to be super powerful, and that's kind of... One's super strong, one's a little bit smarter with, yeah, like, with, yeah. with so magic I, and stuff like that. Yeah, so I thought they were a little formulaic, but I, I thought they served their purpose. They actually played off of Thanos because then that actually allowed Thanos to be a little bit more, have a little bit more depth in terms of at least looking to explain sort of what his motivations were. No matter if you buy yeah. it or not, at least it, he, they played a nice foil to like, no, 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 there's more to this guy. And the reason he's doing things, he's not just doing it for the sake of power, which, I don't know, it gives something. It, they at least did that. They, they played foil to Thanos. So it was fine. I think they did what they were supposed to do. I had there was like I, I guess the only one other thing maybe that that had me just like scratching my head was Peter Dinklage's character, <laughs> um, not just be, just the way he actually was voicing him. I felt like obviously yeah you're a big you're a big troll or no what was he a troll no yeah he was a troll right yeah they're, they're calling him uh I don't know, little person is what we like to say little well little person but I mean like. <laughs> Um, Come on, Vince. That is very insensitive. Let's be honest. I am. I am so sorry. But I mean, <laughs> I'm yeah, not no, trolling the yeah, movie. Goddamn yeah, yeah. Right. So I mean, at one point, I just scratched my head. Like every time he spoke, he had to. He was like, he was like, he was like forcing. Uh, like if I was to pretend, like I'm, I'm under the giant, and I'm gonna get you. <laughs> you know, I was like going. Hey, you don't have to do that. Like, we get it. You're big. Like, you just use your regular voice. I always felt like he was like putting on that voice even more. Like, oh, I'm a, I'm, I'm supposed to be being a giant, so I'm gonna use a giant voice. And now, oh, I will now make a mill. You know, I was just like, going, geez, just like, calm down. Like, bring it down. Be the Tyrion voice. 
Yeah. And, you know, make, make Stormbreaker and we're good. You think That's he saw them film the scene with uh with Star Lord and Thor, making Star Lord making his voice deeper, and was like, "Yeah, I like that." Yeah, he wants to be a man, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe that's what it was. Yeah, maybe he thought, like, okay, I'm gonna go in a cue. I'm gonna take a cue from that, and that's how I'm gonna. That's how my performance is gonna be like. I, yeah. mean, I was super excited when I heard that he was gonna be part of the movie in some sort of fashion, and I saw him come out. I was like, all right, cool. And I thought it was like a little bit ironic, like, oh yeah, you made him really big, yeah, you know, type deal. But then the minute he opened his mouth, I was going, oh, takes you out of the movie a little bit, just a little bit, yeah, just a bit. I mean. Amongst other things, like oh, it takes me out of the movie of you know space and talking raccoons and trees and shit. Like, I mean, okay, this is what this is what bothers me. This guy who's a big guy who's just forcing his voice instead of like all this fantasy you know stuff that shouldn't be even happening in the first place. Um, but I mean that was I guess that was like another little qualm I had with the movie. I but I did notice this movie had was like really heavy with like uh you said it uh, relationships. And not only just like love, like in a you know romantic way, but you saw it with Thor and his brother mm-hmm. uh, Loki, right? And or uh, vice versa, you saw Loki basically. Like, I can't see you hurt my brother. I don't want to. I don't want to do it. And then you see it later on with uh, Gamora and Nebula. Yep. Right. You see, like, uh, I know she. I know me and her have always squabbled in the past and whatever. But I, I don't. I don't care. What are you gonna do? And you know, she starts ripping her apart. He's, All right, fucking stop. Not stop. It's it's here. This is where the stone, uh, the stone is, and vice versa. You hear, you see, uh, Nebulas start asking Thanos, like, where do, where is she? Where is she? Like, she cares for her. And I, I thought that was a very interesting like thing where they they brought they brought um they brought to the forefront like okay these there's like some relationships that really matter in the MCU, not just you know romantic ones, um. And I tried. I think they tried, to, and that's how they made it, things feel a little bit more heavier, right? With with deaths and and things like that. Yeah, because all of the movies ultimately are like we got to save the universe. Really, I mean that's kind of what all the movies are. But yeah, they did a good job of playing off of the interpersonal relationships between all the characters, between you know Tony and and Peter Parker, and uh, yeah, and all of the romantic sort of couples and. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think you're right. I think they did a good job of really keying on all those things so you feel the weight of what's going to happen if he succeeds with this and half the people are just gone. Yep, there and it's like a snap. And, and well, it's, and speaking of the snap, though, when you after he comes back out of the Soul Stone, you see, you get a glimpse of that gauntlet being like totally fucking fried. Yeah. Do you do you think now that's going to... What do you what do you think what that where that goes from there with with that gauntlet like going is it like Dunzo like they can't do shit with it anymore or he has to repair it or is that going whoops I shouldn't have put this fucking 120 volt you know plug into the 220 volt fucking plug you know, <laughs> you know type deal like I I fucking popped a bur- burst the fucking transformer guys yeah I don't know I I assume they're going to have to create a, a new gauntlet of some kind because you know they got they can get the forge back going again we saw that already um we can and i'm trying to remember what happens in the comics but i think they forge a new gauntlet at some point right there's like an alternate gauntlet that they yeah. have to put on. so i mean exactly. I, I assume that's what they're going to have to do i don't know if thanos is going to look to do it or if our heroes are going to have one forged and try to obtain the stones themselves I, I don't know exactly what that's going to look like but i think at some point um uh 
uh, Captain America wields it, but it doesn't go very well. But because he's not, he doesn't think he's worthy of one person oh. having that much power. At least this is and then maybe like, I'm not an expert and, on this, but yeah, yeah, that he he wields. They put it on Captain America, thinking that he is so righteous, and that if he has all that power, he'll be able to defeat you know Thanos. And if it's that it doesn't work out so well because he doesn't believe in himself having that much power, and the stones go scattering across the universe again or some shit. Um, so I don't know, but I think I could see them playing off that idea of our heroes somehow cultivating something to be able to wield the gauntlet themselves in some way. Uh, wield the gems or the stones yeah, again? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of ways they can go with this. They left it in such an interesting place. And now, post credit scenes, there's only one. Were you a little disappointed there was only one? At the very end, after all the credits. I was hoping there were going to be two at least. Yeah. Minimum would have been two, right? Yeah. But I mean, I mean, I, I guess they wanted you just to really, after that ending, I guess maybe they said, like, let's give people like the full time to, you know, soak in what they just saw. Yeah. Sit on and this, basically. Said, Drink it in. Sit, sit on this and now like think about it. Like, like what do you think? Like, Obviously, I was okay with it. I thought, I thought the villain. Uh, I thought the ending was fine because obviously there's gonna be another one. And you didn't spend ten years, you know, building up this kind of this this threat to humanity through the world, through the galaxy, to be him for him to be being just like that in one movie in a two and a half hour movie. Um, I thought it as like um kind of this is it didn't fall into the trap of like trilogies where, um, you know, you have. Like, or at least Star Wars trilogies, right? You have like the beginning, and then you have like the you know you have the the middle, the second set, the sequel being a little bit darker, where the you know the antagonists actually come out on top, and then you have the third one where um, here come here come the protagonists, the heroes coming in and saving the day and you know making things right again. I I kind of like see this one being like this one kind of ends like Empire Strikes Back. Uh-huh. In a way, like you just lost you your your team just took a big hit, like you just lost to a formidable formidable foe. Like once again, who's who has been built up this whole time that you just can't beat in one movie. Like how are you gonna how are you gonna how are you gonna stand you know come back from that type deal? And which I I liked how they did move away from that. So like now there are four movies. So th- this is where you went with that that four you know you know the third movie being being the typical second second movie being, you know, bad guys win type deal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, There's definitely lots of ways they can go with this. And it seems like what they've done is put all the eggs in the basket of Captain Marvel. Now, did did you know, you as being a comic book fan, I'm sure, did, like, did you recognize the logo when they showed yeah. it? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Did you feel like people in the theater recognized the logo? Um... Two or three people next to me did. Okay. Um, well, the next, oh, there's Reyna and then I think, but I mean, the, like, yeah, the people like around me, I, you just started clapping because they, they knew. Right. There were some people that were kind of scratching their heads. And even when I went to work on Monday, they were like, did you watch Infinity War? I was going, yeah. I was like, and they were like saying, hey, what was that thing all there at the end? I was going, oh, it's Captain Marvel. And then they kind of like going, who? I was going, oh. Yeah. There. I was like, all right, well, and then I explained a little bit. And, you know, it's, once again, Captain Marvel was never really. Um, a forefront a, a a team character type deal. So I didn't expect anyone to 
really pick up on it. But right. The, the if you were following MCU movies already and everything that's being made in their lineup, right. they kind of they already shown the 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 art and everything. So you. You, I mean, you would have probably known by then. Did, were you, uh, were you for that? Were you one of the people that were kind of like wondering what, what it was? Or? I kind of had a feeling because actually, I thought that Captain Marvel might make an appearance in in the movie itself, oh, sort yeah. of like a cameo, something or and some other allusion to that character. Um, so when they had the post credit scene, and you know, ah, poor poor Samuel motherfucker and then he's gone right and he gets the he gets the, the know, call off robbed of that yeah he gets the call off and actually the loudest comment that i heard in the theater was is that a pager um <laughs> but yes yes that's a pager uh that was a motorola yes one, <laughs> yeah good one color screen wow um yeah i was pretty pumped because i was like all right so now i know you know, you you know now that Captain Marvel. It sort of reminds you that that movie's coming down the line, and that that character is going to play a big role somehow in the sort of conclusion of this of this story. And uh, I guess what one of the things I didn't realize with how they were going to make that work is Captain Marvel is going to take place like in the nineties, right? So, yes. and she's incredibly powerful, like mm-hmm. like maybe the most powerful character in the entire story at this point that they're introducing. Yeah, she, so. is, she's, she can fly, she's super strong, she omits uh, like plasma, like uh, energy blasts. Yeah, um, and yeah, she's, she's like a cosmic alien. character, right? Like she's spending time like yeah. in outer space and that kind of stuff. So I guess, is it plausible to think that she doesn't kind of know what's going on at this point? Or like, can she time travel? Like, is there a way that she's like not aware at this point that this is happening and that's where she needs to be? Like, well, if anything, she should have known. She should have known in Avengers One that some shit was going down already, right? Because that was a universal, like that was a universe-changing uh, event. Yeah, true. People, like the like the aliens are coming in, invading Earth. Like you know about you know Earth. You remember Earth. I mean, you only. I guess we'll find out in the Captain Marvel. Movie, right. But what what would have been nice? Like you said, like you've the only being one Easter egg is if the first Easter egg was of. Uh, of uh, Ant-Man Jackson getting that pager oh, yeah. uh, thing off right and then all the way all the way at the end you just see that that page or whatever that signal being received on one end and it's basically maybe Captain Marvel in that was in some sort of stasis the whole time maybe that's why she didn't know okay or she like, you know she's cosmic maybe she is like really off far off far out somewhere where she's actually still having to do some other like worldly you know or universal type type event deal thing i don't know um but would cause her to but once again it it doesn't make sense like you had avengers happen and then you had the shit happen in gardens of the galaxy one you already know thanos is coming like why the fuck are you not intervening at any point i mean we're all right i mean we're gonna we're gonna gonna find find out out. yeah we're gonna in a thousand in like a what uh 300 days 300 something days left until we get to watch the next avengers movie and the conclusion of it all um, but I mean, I'll, I know once again, I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'll be there clamoring, um, waiting for this next movie to the movie to happen. I'm just wondering like what, cause the Russo brothers, they said like they didn't want to reveal the next movie title because they said it was going to kind of spoil, uh, right. spoil it, spoil what will happen, what happened in this one. So I'm thinking like, fuck, like what 
what could it be? Something trying to go back through like comic events. Like, what would it be, or what is it, or was it just you know some sort of ruse, like to kind of like throw you off the scent of of everything? And it kind of backfired on them because now everyone focused on the fourth movie before the third movie was even like out. Everyone's like, oh shit, wait! Before this movie comes out, they said the fourth movie's title is gonna ruin this one. Well, wait. Let's think about what the fourth movie is gonna be. Like, let's fuck, fuck, fuck this movie that's coming out right now. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. So you're a big uh, uh, Arrested Development fan. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Did I saw this in the credits. I saw it in the credits, like character credit to you know Arrested Development or whatever. I didn't catch it during the during the film. Both times, right? Both times. I've seen the movie twice, and I wasn't even I wasn't looking for it, so I didn't even think. But did you did you see did you did you read the where it was or who it was? Yeah, they had they had Tobias (laughs) as the blue man in in the collector's (laughs) palace or whatever. I I had no idea, but that's so good. Oh, Tobias Funke, the never missed. yeah, I had no idea that that's what uh, that that's what it was. Even after the second time, I had to see it online. Have you? Have, oh, so you, there is oh, no, there is. I didn't see a picture of it. I mean, I had to see that. That's what. Oh shit! Yeah, I, I'm 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 trying to look all over online to see a screenshot of it because I, I just want to see like I don't I don't think it was really uh what's his name David Cross. No, no, I can't but, I mean, imagine so. I, I mean, I'm just. I just want to. I just want to see like how, like how the fuck did he look like? Because when I heard it, I was just like replaying that thing in all my my head. I was going, I don't remember that scene. I mean, I remember the scene, but I can't picture it at all. But I mean, obviously, my my eyes were probably were directed to what was going on in the Thanos thing. Of course, yeah. Kind of it was definitely just, in the background. It wasn't like Howard the Duck right out there. Oh, it wasn't like the Bluth, uh, the Bluth uh, truck in, at the Civil War airport. Yeah, yeah exactly. No. It right. definitely no. wasn't. I was hoping maybe a banana stand would, would appear, but I guess not. <laughs> they could have you know blown it like up or something. It would have been perfect. What would have been great to see is I want to see a Doctor Strange versus uh, Job <laughs> type deal, right? You just see him there. Like, the final countdown uh, turns on and uh, he starts doing his oh, his illusions. Illusions, Michael. Tricks are what horrors do for money. <laughs> Oh man, I think we're veering off here. But I uh, think so too. Anyways, um, so we already know this movie is going to be was tops. Um, the world right now is knowing it's tops. Um, DC, do you think DC is going to re- any? Can DC do anything about this? Because they have Aquaman coming at the end of the month, uh, end of the year. What can they do about this? They can fucking give up at this point, and I think they would just be doing everyone a favor. <laughs> um, yeah, D- the DC movies don't have. And we talked about this you know, several months back. They don't have the ability to cultivate stories like this. They don't choose the correct storytellers. Their characters aren't as interesting. It's I have no interest in watching fucking Call Drogo swim around with dolphins and shit. Like, sorry. Just does not does not interest me in the least. So yeah, nothing nothing I'm, interesting. Unfortunately, I will watch it just just so I can be like, okay, I watched it and then be and obviously jump right on by going, Well, you should have you fucked up that one yeah oh one sort of thing that's kind of vaguely linked to dc real quick and i don't want to take too long did you hear um pat oswald's theory about the um about the heath ledger version of the joker and like sort of how he got to the way he was i saw uh, 
I saw I saw something on YouTube today, but I haven't watched it yet. Well, sort of the the Reader's Digest version is that he thinks that Heath Ledger's version of the Joker was a uh, war veteran who has PTSD, and that he's come back now, and he's so traumatized by sort of the things that he's seen in war that he sort of acts out on them and his he sort of lost his own identity so he sort of preys on people's insecurities and weaknesses and that's the sort of backstory that he cultivates for people because he can't deal with sort of the the things that he's had to live with in his life so you know because if you watch back that movie he tells three different people three different stories you know origin stories for himself about where he came of from his scars yeah yeah, yeah yeah and that and he's each one of those times it's a reflection of the sort of the, the insecurities of the people that he's talking to so i don't know i thought it was pretty cool he wrote a blog post about it like you can see it on his twitter and stuff and his facebook but yeah pretty interesting but unless it's very that pl- version very of Batman, plausible i don't give a shit about any of the <laughs> well see see when you have when you have things like that and then you have you know like super fans like pan oswald you know come out with those kind of things that I mean, that's great storytelling and then how deep it can get actually get where it's really you know you know it can really uh be something you gra- gravitate to and grab onto and, and be like holy shit like that's that's a real world that's that's a hundred that's one that's 100 right there that's just keeping it real that's that's from good shit right there and that is true but that's why those dark knight movies were so good because they were sort of grounded in reality also they felt very plausible so that uh yeah those were good but dc sort of the you know the dc sort of uh, answer to the mcu is just it's hokey and it's fucking lame, and it's embarrassing. So, so no, I don't think they're going to be able to do anything. <laughs> All right. Well, um, well, we know what your thoughts are. We know what our thoughts are. If you want, we would like to know what your thoughts are. Um, always, please hit us up on our Instagram, Keeping It Nerd. Um, hit us up on our email at Keeping It Nerd. I'm sorry, Keeping It Nerd podcast at gmail.com send us any um comments um anything that we missed obviously we missed a lot in this movie we were just talking about things that we thought were just awesome um beyond there's like a, a ton, shit ton of stuff like we'd be talking about too, too long we only have <laughs> so we're not gonna do that we're not gonna uh we're not gonna take anything away f- uh from uh, our time and your time um but jeremy where, where can everyone find you uh yeah pretty much everyone on social media xj dempsey x um and yeah, hit me up. We'll talk about uh, nerdy shit and uh, come up with our, our theories about where this story's going a fucking year from now. God, that's brutal. It's like, it's I, I thought things were bad with Game of Thrones making me wait forever. And now, oh. now I got the same thing happening with, uh, with the Avengers. And it's... Uh, well, yeah. at least next year when they bo- they'll both come out at the same time too. That's going to be uh, oh, nerdgasms everywhere. Skeet, skeet, skeet. I can't wait. <laughs> Watch, keep it away from your eye. You want to get pink eye, buddy. <laughs> I'm going to hold you down, and I'm going to give you nerd pink eye all over your face. <laughs> no, no, please. This is getting gross. I think it's time to go. Uh, yeah, it is time to go. Um, and as well, you can find me, uh, vmastaro09, on Instagram, Vincenti09 on Twitter. I barely use that anyways. But always keep up with our uh, Keep It Nerd podcast um, Instagram. And as always, I'm Vince. I'm Jeremiah. And this is Keep It Nerd. Till next time. Bye, guys. Later. Later.